Hey guys, welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. This is our last um, open studio session of the uh, the session, um, and uh, it's been a great day. Um, I've really enjoyed this. I was just saying to our guest George um, that I I can never complain about doing this because I love just doing what we do. I mean, sitting sitting and talking to people about their lives. Are you kidding me? I, I'd I'd do this for free. You don't have to pay me. You can pay me if you want to. <laughs> uh, joining me is Jules. Jules, you right? Yep, fine, thank you. Yep. How have you found today? Uh, really, really good, actually. I think I I love these open session days because we get a lot of guests, which is brilliant. Um, it obviously gives you a whole week's worth of uh, shows to share without mm-hmm. having to do, you know, recordings over each day. So it's like it's a one hit blast, but it's really good. Um, and obviously doing it over Zoom in the current environment is is an ideal opportunity. And we yeah. can yeah. we can reach a little bit further outside the outskirts of town so to speak and cover perhaps some other people in Shropshire or certainly associated links to Shrewsbury even if they're not in the town yeah absolutely absolutely. around the world exactly all around the world um joining us today is george billcliffe uh photographer um a picture editor and uh, i've been watching your videos and um i got so excited by this because i'm not i'm not i mean I can take a good picture, right? We I spoke to um, uh, James Warman, who's on our show. He's, he's been released on Monday. Um, great photographer. But I, and I thought, I always wondered, like, how can you have a conversation with a photographer? What can you talk about? Turns out you can talk about quite a lot. You know, <laughs> Huge amount. <laughs> yeah, because it, you, what you guys do is something that not everybody can do, right? Because mm. you can give the same camera, same two cameras to, to two different people, and they'll do different things with it when they... Mm, mm, mm. definitely yeah. yeah um so when did you find out that you could do this then what that you were going to do this as a thing oh, the story of george eh? um well I, I think actually i ended up using my sister's camera when i was like 10 something like that uh and it it kind of snowballed from there and i started realizing okay she's not really using it so i'll use it for a bit and year after year you kind of start trying different things and, and working out more. And then you're on YouTube. Like, how do I take black and white photos? How do I do long exposures? All that sort of stuff. So you, you end up sort of learning over the years. And then I ended up getting my first camera, my first DSLR when I was 15, 16. Um, and, and kind of went from there. So I've, I've been doing photography for a good while, uh, amongst other things that Jules, I'm sure, knows a lot about now. Um <laughs> So yeah, I've been doing it for a good while. Good, good while. The editing side of things has been more recent. I think, especially with COVID, it's, it's. I suppose everyone's at home. I'm at home, really. I, I can't really interact with businesses like I normally would. So it's it's another avenue to, you know, another string to the bow, really. <laughs> yeah. And like, uh, what I like asking this uh, to photographers, uh, when you're under pressure, Obviously, there's not a lot of weddings going on or concerts or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But those those money shots, those shots that matter. How how do you deal with that? You know, the ones that like the the throwing <laughs> of the bouquet or the the the, the, the <laughs> strumming of the guitar, the power slide, all these sort of things. The, the major stuff, yeah. Yeah. I I'm actually I'll be honest. I've never done a wedding. I've I've never. I I decided that there is too much pressure. Also, uh, although there's a lot of money in it. It, it's the fact that you're there for one day and dare, dare I say you can't really build up a, a long-term relationship with the clients. Mm. Um, 
so for me, it's it's more working with businesses and individuals and, and helping people out as much as I can, as opposed to just here, have your photos, off you go. You know, it's, mm. it's different. I have done a few shoots where it's you, you need to get the shot, especially with businesses, because at the end of the day, if they're using it for product promotion or social media, when you go to a shoot, the client already has that photo that they want in their head, and they've they've got it there. So what you're trying to do as a photographer is come along, ask them the right questions, work out exactly what they're wanting, and then produce that. And I think that's the hardest thing is is giving them exactly what they want as opposed to, oh, it's, it's okay, it's all right, mm. it, it'll do. Uh, and that's where I think the difference comes in, mm. in a way. It's, it's hard, it is hard. It, it is difficult. I mean, like, for example, right, I see my face in the mirror every morning, right? When I have a shower, suddenly I look at myself and I'm like, ugh, it's the norm, <laughs> right? I see yep. it every day. It's nothing special to me. But taking your camera uh, and and taking this and this and whatever I'm doing and turning it into something special that will, you know, attract people towards you is a skill. Yeah. That is a skill because, like I said. It's luck, really. You just <laughs> hold the trigger on the camera and hope for the best. No, it's it. It takes time and it takes practice. And I think the more you do it, like any skill, you get better at it and you start realizing what works, what doesn't work. For me, I think it, the biggest thing is lighting and time of day. Um, if if yeah. you haven't got good lighting at the end of the day, the, the camera can only do so, so much. So you've got to, to kind of balance that out, find the right time, right place, right people, and mm. kind of mush it all together and hope it sticks. Mush it all together. I love that. But is there, is there a thing, because they say, don't they, like, you know, with artists, be them photographers, painters, et cetera, mm. that it's about having an eye for stuff as well? You you hear that saying, don't you? Or people yeah. have got an eye for that. So, I mean, what in your mind, what does that phrase actually mean to you? Question. I've got an eye for it. I think... In a way, there's there's certain rules in with humanity that we find aesthetically pleasing. Um, so it, I think ultimately it's about seeing what those things are and then getting your camera to capture what that is. Mm-hmm. And that's having the eye for it is, is being able to look at a scene. But you know what? That looks good. Uh, that, that just innately looks good. It's a nice scene or the lighting's great. And, and it's about then using your tool the camera yeah. to capture that mm. 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 I, I there's this real great moment in my life that i always remember um i've been there a couple of times but there's this place in colombia and my wife's from colombia so we go there sometimes okay. uh, and uh there's a this it's a place called Montserrat. it's a it's a little bit of a hill i don't know if it's a mountain quite but you I, i'd say yeah. it's a mountain and from the top there you can see the whole of bogota I mean it, the whole city. It's one of the most beautiful views I've ever seen. And we're all stood there with our phone cameras. We're all kind of like, oh, look at this, you know, touristy and sort of stuff. No, no. There, were, there were people like, you know, people with us that had big cameras. My wife had a phone. I had my, I think it was a Samsung S3, I think it was. I don't know. And I just, <laughs> bam, focus, bam, take the picture. Another one, bam, focus, bang, take a picture. I'm, you know, I'm, we got home and I'd taken the best pictures. I had taken the best picture. <laughs> and uh, there's this debate going on about whether it was the phone, whether it was the camera that was playing up, my wife, or whether it was just, I was just a genius. I, I like to think. Pure genius. That I'm, sure. a ge- I'm a genius. Yeah. 
<laughs> and there are, there are just moments where the the, the the clouds just sort of part, the sun comes through, the clouds, yeah. the, the planets align, and you just hit that perfect sweet spot. You know what I mean? Um, oh, yeah. That, that I think that is a skill. It's got to be a skill. I, I think so. But also that these days, because everything is edited, like mm. every shot in every magazine is edited, there's, there's always some magic that goes on behind the scene. And I think it's it's hard for people starting in photography because they take a photo, they look at it in the back of the camera and it isn't what they want it to be. And suddenly they're comparing themselves to these pros who've got the best kit Mm. taking incredible photos just in the camera and then they're able to take it home put it on photoshop and they turn it into something completely different mm. and I, I mean i've worked with in in the past with like i've worked with jaws doing tuition i've done some editing mm. tuition before with people and it's it's scary what you can do with what would seem is a mediocre photo you can turn it from looking rubbish like really really gray there's not much going on and then suddenly you've got a completely different background the skies change you can throw in people you could throw in birds you can do all sorts of stuff so i think it's it's hard to to get started if if you are trying to compare yourself i suppose mm. to, to those those mm. people who've been doing it for years but it's also i suppose like you say in terms of like the ability to change a photo to that degree yeah. that people if you go in with the knowledge that actually whatever I take, however good my camera is, it's not going to look like X, Y, and Z because mm. in my head I know that people will be tampering with photography. Yeah. And, you, and you know that from all of the sort of more like, you know, your, your glossy magazines with all the models in it. Vogue and, and GQ. Are, yeah, <laughs> exactly. it's like, blimey, she doesn't look like that in that like dodgy paparazzi shot that they've taken. Yeah. <laughs> yet in a magazine, she's like, it's a completely different lady. And I mm. think, you know, that for me, sometimes the, the downside of that sort of stuff, and not just with pictures of women, but pictures of men as well, is that's where that leads to insecurities then in, in people because oh, they've oh. got they've got this vision that that's what people really look like. That's what people should look like. Mm. And then that obviously creates a whole different set of um, anxieties in, in, you know, certain individuals or people Mm. that feel that they've got to look a certain way or be a certain way. Um, You know, so I think for me, you know, the the pros and cons of editing, (laughs) they're they're basically a double-edged sword really, isn't it? It (laughs) is. And I think that was amplified with things like Instagram and and, and Snapchat. You know, you went for the the, the dog face phase where people were using that stupid dog filter. And it was just like, it was everywhere. I think I did it a few times. You know what I mean? Because I I liked the lighting. You know, I didn't care much for the tongue coming up my mouth. But I was like, oh, you know, Uh, it was just a a crazy phase where, where people just doing all these filters where you could make yourself look younger. You can make your skin look smoother and things like that. And I'm not a fan. I'm not a big fan. I like a filter. I like a filter for an occasion. But not yeah. like not for every day. Like, oh, look at me! Yeah. Like, you know. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I mean, the most used uh, filter I use on Instagram is the first one. Which one is it? Um, it makes everything look brighter. That's it. That's what I tend to use. That's about it. Brightens it up. Yeah. 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 Um, what? What? Are the... Make out. I know what you're talking about now as well. <laughs> yeah. Does it even do that? Or does... Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know what you're on about. I'm gonna. I'm gonna need to find out what it's called now. I'm gonna have uh, a look now. 
Um, okay, oh, you too. Oh, I'm not going to do it. No. So- <laughs> Clarendon. Clarendon. Oh, go. that Clarendon. thing that comes up, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, With my bright it- white walls, it looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of obviously the the work that you're you know you're doing with sort of pictures and that, and obviously you're taking lots of photos, just one because of your own learning experience, um, yeah. you know, then helping others learn for work that you do in that. Is there in the whole time that you've been doing photography, is there one picture that stands out for you as like that was it? You know, thus far, that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. I mean, there could be more to come, obviously, but I hope so already is there one that you could say today is like that's it and and why oh i i think oh that's a really good question there's a lot of photos I, what about I, genre then if it's a genre if it's more of a genre i really like landscapes um but I, I like to sort of throw different things into it um editing does come into a lot more now than it used to but that's partially because of the things i wanted to do like with my partner i now i've started to do landscapes with her lying on a um we actually used an old shopping basket turn upside down she was lying on it on this beach (laughs) and then in editing you get rid of the shopping basket so it looks like she's floating and usually you have like the the model with their face really close to the floor Mm -hmm. and like face down legs up or whatever and it looks I, I think it naturally if you look at it and you didn't know it was editing it, it just feels a bit oh I don't know I like creating that mm. that sort of feeling in people when they look at a photo yeah. um, and also a lot of people are finding not questioning are like is that edited how mm. how's that been done like what, what's the deal with that and I, I quite enjoy the photo manipulation side of things mm. um but for well, one I, photo, I found, yeah, I was going to say, well, you think on that one, because obviously, like you say, you've probably taken not thousands, but millions. But you, you're talking about that sort of like the use of different tools or, you know, playing around with stuff that you edit out. Um, yeah. What I found fascinating when you did your uh, tutorial day with me was because um, I'd never even seen that. The ball. The ball. <laughs> See, the ball. Now, for me, as a complete novice with not having any sort of like you know, any idea of or about photography in the way that you do. That to me was like a genius piece of equipment. I was like, this is amazing what you can do with this. I don't even, it's not a crystal. Well, describe it to Al. I'll grab it's, it. It's right here. Oh, yeah, it's it brilliant. It is so cool. I think I, know, I think I know what you're on about. It's like just, it's like a glass crystal ball. ball. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you take yeah, a picture it's, of it, it's re- the picture's reversed upside down. And it's like, it's just a, yeah. But you could, the face is obviously upside down. That's it, upside down. But then in editing, you could turn that the right way up so that it looks right, if that makes sense. You've got the whole world into a small... Mm, It's nice. I like that. That's amazing. (laughs) I thought that was really cool. (laughs) I I do need to play with sort of cameras and and some photography because I appreciate it. I think that's the most important thing. It's not that I feel like I'm good at it or I feel like I've got a skill. It's I'll look at a photo and I will feel for it do you know what i mean does that make sense like i feel yeah. like i feel like the, the emotion in the picture um you know especially when it comes to like i i, I don't know i'm drawn to noir so the, the black and white sort of black uh, and white yeah i really am drawn to that right um and sometimes i look at a, a scenery picture and i'm just like oh I, I was watching um 
I was watching Night. This is complete. It may be irrelevant, but I don't know. I was watching Nightcrawler last night. It's a series on Netflix about a serial killer, and all they were doing was doing drone shots of an old car driving through LA. And I was like, "How have they taken just like driving through traffic and made it look creepy? Like <laughs> crazy how you can do that, you know?" Uh, it's just music. Well, yeah, there was a really like dark music playing at the same time. Yeah, it's yeah. usually at the day. But even without it, it's just kind of like slowly meandering through LA. It's just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the what was the first moment for you as a professional photographer? I wouldn't you... say professional. Uh, no. <laughs> what was the moment for you where you were like, oh my god, this is a big deal? Uh, oh my god, um, this is this is it now. This is the big time. Uh, I, I'll be honest. I I am a jack of trades. I, I like to do lots of different things. So. Um, I enjoy the variety of, of life and I, I mean to answer your question in a very convoluted way I suppose I I don't know whether I've actually thought you know this is it this is what I want to do for every day from now on um, I, I really 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 enjoy doing it and I enjoy meeting people and I enjoy creating art I suppose that's what it is um, but there's so much more to do as well like I could yeah. do that so much so much to do um mm, yeah nice that doesn't really answer your question though does it no <laughs> but like you you've you know taken, what i mean you, you 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 took my question you you dissolved it with your optimism yeah oh, oh, i suppose so i'll go with that oh. <laughs> yeah that works that works kind of, kind of does I've, I've got lots of different things going on like by trade, I'm a survival and bushcraft instructor. So I'm trying to trying to get um, Shropshire bushcraft off the ground, and I'm hopefully touch wood getting a site sorted in the next week or so. So I, I want to get out and do that again. Um, Explain, elaborate. What's all that about? Uh, I like I like the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the woods. I, I like um, I like teaching. I like educating people in things that they've probably never done before um and i've been doing it basically as long as i can remember i've been wanting to push into that sort of field uh, i was out in new zealand working as a survival instructor out there uh came back was living in stoke and found that there wasn't really anyone doing it anywhere nearby uh so i was thinking you know what come back I'll just go and work for a company somewhere doing what I what I do. There's no one doing it. So I thought maybe I should set up my own thing. But this was two years ago and I kind of have expended a lot of time uh, trying to find a site to use. Uh, and it's only till recently uh, I was actually listening to BBC Radio Shropshire on the way home. And I sent them a text because they were saying, hey, if you've got any issues, just send us a message. We'll see if we can help. Uh, I just said, look, I'm, I'm a bushcraft instructor. I really want to set up my own site. I just don't have the land and I need to rent something off someone. Uh, and they took me onto the show. So I did a, a chat on the show a couple of weeks back. Uh, and from that, uh, I've now had an article in the Shropshire Star. Uh, and I'm back on the radio beginning of February. And I've had, what, three or four um, potential sites, which I'm seeing this coming week. So nice. I'm really Excellent. you know, optimistic that that one of those will be right and then I can mm. knock down on that. Uh, I'll definitely keep doing the photography and the editing. But you did me, a foraging course as well though, didn't you? Yeah. Before, yeah. Sort of before lockdown. When was that in that October, was October, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 
I would struggle with stuff like this, by the way, because um, I, <laughs> I love it, by the way. But if Bear Grylls come up to me and was like, you need to, start oh. drink, you need to drink your own urine, please do yeah. this now. I'd be like, no, I would rather die. Thank you very much. No. <laughs> no, I don't get on with Bear Grylls. I, I don't. Oh. He's fine. He's fine in that. He's, he's like, okay. If if the, 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 the proverbial poo has hit the fan, I can understand some of it. But... The fact that he's, oh, I don't know. Are you more Ray Mears? Are you more oh, yes. of a yes, with Ray Mears, yeah. Ray Mears, yeah, there yeah, we go. He's brilliant, isn't he? Yeah. I remember, like that. They I remember always like... say trust a, a fat survivalist, don't they? So it's <laughs> <laughs> that, That's obviously got to have a grain of truth in it somewhere, though, isn't it? <laughs> there was a meme going around a while ago of uh, the difference between the two, and there's Bear grills, you know, squeezing elephant dung and, drinking water off your thumb and then there's Ray Mears underneath with like a salmon filleted over the fire with thyme over the top and things. just the difference is fantastic great uh, <laughs> I always remember it was like I'm a celebrity or something like that oh yeah and as uh, somebody took us their luxury item salt and I thought it was the most ingenious thing I've ever seen <laughs> salt <laughs> wow <laughs> it's genius um yeah Bear Grylls is, is a funny one um I remember him, he was in Scotland and it was like freezing cold. I think it was Scotland. It was like it was like it was snowing. Yeah. It was windy. And it's like, yeah, you just dig a hole and lie in it. And lie in it, yeah. I was like, okay, that doesn't that, <laughs> is this a grave? Great. What have you just done? Like <laughs> you buried yourself. Oh okay. Um well, how have you been finding lockdown? Obviously, for a photographer that uh, jack of all trades like you said um but likes to document life and and be a part of it by the sounds of it yeah um, it's not been really been a part much of many possibilities for you how's that been it's it's been difficult um to i suppose because we've come from like we're in lockdown we're not we're in we're not we're in we're not mm. and it's hopping between the two makes it very difficult to kind of focus your energies on a specific aspect of, of business really uh mm. So it's been difficult, but then I, I suppose in a way it's it's made me realise that there's always a way around something. There's always a way around a problem and there's always a, a means to an end. So it's why I started to do more sort of tuition things because it's limited, it's outside. Um, and then the, the editing side of things more so than, than events. The events aren't running. But mm. it's, been, it's been difficult, but it's not been too bad. It's been all right. It can always be worse. Yes. Right, I've been thinking about this a lot, by by the way, because since moving back into since moving into my apartment, I've got internet again. I can play on my Xbox. Ooh. I can watch Netflix. I can do this. I can edit. I can do whatever I want. Right? It's like I get the mental health issues that are going on with lockdown, but it's such a first world problem for us to be like, yeah, I can't cope with this. And you got unlimited movies and TV. You know, yeah. uh, you know, you got One Division just started on Disney now. Crack on, enjoy. You know, there you, go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. As people literally started their own businesses, built their yeah. own empires during lockdown. But I mean, yeah. it depends what you strive towards. You know, if you want to go out there exactly. and, and be around people, and that is your thing, it's hard. You know, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I think it's for me. I, like my my family's a fair amount of military ancestry. Like a lot of people have been in the forces, and uh, recently, I was editing. I recolored uh, an old black and white photo of um, my great great uncle. Um, we're not entirely sure, 
Basil Basil Leonard Billcliffe, solid name. And uh, I, I recolored that sort of that, that photo of him stood in his First World War kit, and I think for me it made me realize, like you're saying, it's a serious First World problem that we're having in some respect. We're not in the trenches. We're not being shelled by the Germans. We're not being gassed. Like, exactly. yes, things are different. And they're not as free as maybe they, they have been, but you've got to look for the, the light at the end of the tunnel. And you've got to make the most of what you've got here right now, you know? Yeah. And I'm saying on the majority, by the way, uh, the people that have lost yeah. their businesses, lost their loved ones, exactly. and mental health issues. I'm not, I'm not, this is a dig at you, by the way. I'm just saying like, most people are complaining about the wrong reasons. That's fair to say. Mm. I think, I think, mm. I think so. Uh, yeah. Mm. And we were just having a, I love this, by the way, because. Uh, there are sometimes there are guests. I've said this a couple of times recently, actually. I think it's because I've been in a bit of a lull lately with my mental health. Uh, I think a lot of people that work with me and yeah. around me and know, uh, and I've come out of it since I moved here. There's been a huge weight lifted off my shoulders, and I feel like I really just want to talk to people at the moment, right? And sometimes there'll be like a little spark, a little something that I'll see when I'm researching my guests, and I see you editing this picture that you're just talking about. And I was like, oh, oh, we can geek out about editors and <laughs> editing. And that's it. That's all I need. I have written no notes for this. Like all day. I'm <laughs> nothing. This is my the whole day's work. And for you, I've written nothing because I thought, let's just talk about editing. What a great way to disappear, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, amazing. I, I, I really I, enjoy I understand, it. So I, I understand. Well, sorry, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand. But I know that obviously Al's type of editing that he does for the podcasts is more of an audio thing, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I mean, like, I, I make my own uh, logos. Oh, yeah, I, know, I know you do your logos, oh. your pictures. Yeah, you do that because obviously that goes with each of the, you know, the podcasts that you put out. But ultimately, your editing is all about, like, you know, chopping out background noises and doing all that fancy stuff with that, you know, with the great big console thing you've got. Yeah, uh, yes, yeah. and those. So you do all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um. Obviously, George, your editing is against photographs. And yep. you know, certainly that World War um, World War One. It's World War One, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yes, World War One picture that you did. Yeah, because I've seen that go up on obviously on your site. I did pictures. So is is your because you said at the moment editing is the main thing that you can do quite easily because you don't have to go anywhere to do it. <clears throat> yeah. So in terms of the type of editing that you're doing at the moment, is it? Taking people's old photographs and and sort of modernizing them or bringing them up to date with color. Or you know, what 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 is it you're doing at the moment with your editing? Uh, almost solely the recoloring stuff, the restoration. Um, okay, yeah. yeah, there's. I I think there's a lot of sadly there's a lot of photos out there now which are very rapidly deteriorating and will yeah. be lost. And most families, especially in England, have access to some sort of old photo of a loved one. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and once they're gone, they're gone. So for me, there's almost like a a real desire to try and hold on to their life in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very important to look back at our past to move forwards um, and, and not lose that, that understanding and, and wisdom. So I'm, I'm trying to push that recolouring uh, yeah. as, as much as I can. And it's how... Important. In terms of the the start photo, can you can you pretty much work with anything? 
you know, a, a really badly faded photo that's got lots of scratch marks on it and all that. Can you can you like work with anything or do you have to have a fairly decent start base, so to speak? You can work with most photos. Um, it, it's it's obviously the, the, the more damage there is to a photo mm-hmm. or let's say like you're saying it's faded. There's a if it's faded and there's nothing there, that's mm. that's what yeah. you've got to work with. Uh, but scratches, um, I've even had to rebuild complete sort of face. You know, someone's had a photo and half their face is gone, so you have to to try oh, and rebuild wow. faces. Um, yeah, you can work with most. Yeah, because mm. mm. water damage is a lot of things, isn't it? You you, you mm. sort of people say about on photos and that. So I suppose yeah, that's a common sort of start point there must be editing tools now to definitely work around that sort of stuff. Yeah. 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 There's usually a way of editing most damage out, I would say. Yeah. Um, main thing is just like dust and, and minor scratches that the moment you get rid of those, suddenly the photo looks like it was taken yesterday. It's oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And in terms of the editing tools, cause you two was talking just before, before obviously the show started and before I jumped on the, um, the, the zoom call you could you two were obviously talking about editing tools weren't you mm-hmm. a pair yeah. of you so we were so, yeah what so what editing tools are out there then say for joe public like me that doesn't do what you two do but wanted to muck about with their photos so obviously george you were talking about it you know the challenge that you did recently for those of us in your group mm. And my start point, how on earth do I do a black and white photo without realising I don't have to, I can just take a picture and then do it afterwards. After post-process, yeah. Yes. Um, but then trying to find something that I could do. And I couldn't find, I heard you talk about Adobe out, and I did find Adobe free, but then it was a very hard process to try and, like, I had to go through loads of different things and download. And probably illegal uh, process yes. to get. <laughs> I mean, I Adobe free, and then I thought, this isn't actually free because it's telling me I've got to do X, Y, and Z first. And it was like, this is too long and too laborious to now try and set up. Then I looked at, um, oh, there was a, well, there was another one. And again, it wasn't, hang on, this isn't free either. They're all saying they're free, but actually yeah. they aren't. Because, yeah. yeah, with the laptop came good old Microsoft Photos. <laughs> so I just use that. <laughs> so I thought, oh, well, at least it can switch stuff about. But I'm sure that that's not the ultimate tool. But uh, Before we get into this, I don't want to anyway compare myself to George because I've been watching his videos. This guy's a genius. I make silly little logos. I was just showing you some of my logos. <laughs> I don't edit photos the way you do, George. So uh, we're not in the same bracket. Um, <laughs> we're different uh, it's fine everyone's yeah. there's no hierarchy <laughs> well no uh, i would say i would say for for um for your phone the best thing i ever used that was free was a thing called pix art pix art yeah. um and it's it's free and it will be it will be like hey you want to buy premium hey you want to buy premium but if you just hit xxx once you get into there there's lots of free uh really good features on that for your phone um, so Pixar is great. Um, now, we were talking about uh, the, the different programs we use. So for a professional like George or someone who really genuinely is a, a great editor, Adobe is great. It's expensive, but if that's what you do as a job, it's definitely an investment. I use uh, something that's called Affinity, which is kind of an in-betweeny one. Affinity, I use graphic. There's photo. There's all sorts of different versions. It's a lot cheaper than Adobe. Um, I don't know if they do the same things, though. 
What do you say, George? Mm. I mean, I, I don't know. I would say they're they're very similar in their structure and the tools that you have at hand, um, and they they kind of have the same process. You know, like in Photoshop and Affinity, mm. they've all got layers that you can build up and, and do different things on different layers. So they're, they're similar in that respect. I'd have to go on on Affinity, and I just couldn't couldn't get to grips with it. It was yeah. it's all different, different shapes, different little symbols for like your brush and stuff. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's what you get used to. I mean, it's like it's Android and iTunes, isn't it? And oh, Android, yeah, iTunes, yeah, that's the, the thing. Um, but there, there's plenty out there. Um, for free, what's the, what's, yeah, what's the free one? That's so if people did want to get into trying to do stuff but didn't want to spend out initially, <laughs> or is it a utopia uh, that free ones don't have <laughs> decent free ones? I, don't I mean. <laughs> Pixar, I think you, you think you can get Pixar for your for your laptop and your tablet as well. So if you want to, get oh, that, you there's one I had on my phone. I'll see if I'm fine. Keep talking, keep talking. I'll be there. There was, there was there was one with the icon which was a bulldog, and I can't forget what it, remember what his name was. But you could literally make gifs with that one, and I've used that one before. But for videos, I use Caden Live. Uh, which is a, a good free bit of software, which you can make. All my videos that have ever been released have been made with K D E N Live. Caden Live, it's free. Okay. Um, um, I don't do I videos, but <laughs> I think it's called Guppy or something like that. There's one. There's one. Have I still got it? It was. I've um, heard of that. Is it Guppy or? There's Guppy? quite a few. If hmm. if you like, just go to the I don't know, like the Apple Store or what is it for for Android? Yeah. Um, I don't know anyone about Apple. <laughs> <laughs> I just search for like a photo editor. Um, there's usually quite a lot. But that's but that's for the is that for the phone or is that for a laptop or desktop? Uh, it's more about say that's what I'm thinking. You know, for people that want to do stuff and then do it on a desktop or a laptop. Yeah, uh, uh, I I think you can get Pixar, can't you? On is it? Yeah, you can get Pixar. You can get Pixar. You can use it on a tablet and all sorts. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, I used to I used to think I was like a pro designer because I'd have I'd have my stylus and I'd have my tablet and I'd be like, ooh, look at this thing I can. And yeah, I, I did make some good this this logo I made. Well, the shoes biscuit logo I made on Pixar. You know? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. So you you can do good stuff with it. I mean, yeah. this, this, this logo is good to us now. Like this is going to be our life. Yeah. Like so. Yeah. You can do good stuff, but with photos, all you've got really for Pixar is a few sort of you can you can like put like writing and stuff like that and a few yeah. filters. Um, you could probably change the color on there, but you really with if you wanted to do something really decent with it, you'd have to definitely go to sort of Affinity as a starter and Adobe as something that's a bit 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 better. Yeah, like you say, if you want yeah. to move it a bit bit more professionally. Yeah, but it is, like is it... go on. Sorry, George. sorry. Oh, no, no, on. I was going to say that. On Adobe, they I think it's like nine nine pound fifty a month gives you Photoshop and their photo editor called Lightroom. Um, so you get oh, both of those. Was, yeah, Lightroom yeah. is what I went to look at. Yeah, um, as as a package, uh, which is what I have. And I mean, grand scheme of things, I think if it's something that you're really wanting to to get better at and, and use, best to use solid tools. And yeah, yeah, of course. Get the results. Yeah. I mean, uh, there are a lot of photographers out there that are probably screaming now, going, what about this? And what about no. that? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but most people... But will they're not to... on the show, are they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adobe is very popular, though. Definitely go try that out. Yeah. Right? If you can afford it, by the way. If you want the full Adobe suite, 
you better have thick, oh god you you better have a thick wallet it's something like two it's about hundreds you're talking hundreds for the whole adobe oh thing. everything oh adobe covers everything um there's adobe video there's adobe audio there's all sorts going on there so i'm it's guessing it's a, it's a one-off payment though is it you can do it like that, or there are subscription, like, uh, yeah. like George said, there was some. Right, right, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit like your old old version of Sky TV. Imagining like for so much, um, you get so many packages or so many programs, and you pay a bit more, you get the sports channels, and you pay a little bit more. That's pretty much right. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, add-ons. Yeah, add-ons. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so George, right? Say, say, lockdown ends tomorrow. It ends tomorrow. The world is open. So miraculously, free. everyone's free. What What does George go and do? Oh, you know what I want to do right now? So my family live up in Orkney, in the Orkney Islands, north of Scotland. And I haven't seen them for a good long while now. Uh, even when we were in between lockdowns, I haven't had a chance to get up there because Scottish board has been doing strange things. And mm. then it was hit and miss whether we can or can't. So we haven't actually gone up there. So it would be, yeah, for, for me, it would be straight up to see see the family. Um, yeah. freedom time out I suppose and what, about, and what about professionally would you be uh, more looking to for your survival thing or the photography thing or both both both, both 100% I, yeah, yeah I, I don't know why I, I'm a bit maybe different in the way that I see the world but I think it's in some ways it's a shame that a lot of kids are brought up they go to school they go to university to study law or something like that and then they go straight into that job and that's what they do and if they love it absolutely fantastic like good on them from doing that but i i feel like there's too much there's too much to do like why limit yourself to one thing and and the nine to five rat race I think. do what makes you happy at the end mm. of the day you could get hit by a bus tomorrow um yeah. very so it, it's important to to just follow your your goals your dreams and to ask the question i think i would probably do both I would, hundred percent. Yeah, very nice. But you could like probably that. do both, couldn't you? Because you could be doing the bushcraft, and then yeah. when people are doing what they've learned from you, you could be taking photos of them. Exactly. Doing yeah. all that sort of stuff. So it, it, yeah, see how. Mm. Here's here's an important question, and I was I was asking this because uh, I've recently spoke to another. I've been seeing other photographers, George. I'm very. Ooh. sorry. <laughs> um, but like, I, words. I, was, I was talking about the uh the, the value of the photograph right because when we were kids right you take a photo you go and get it developed you look yeah. at it you put it on the wall because you go and didn't went for all that trouble right whereas now everybody on social media i've got like probably i got yeah, i've definitely got thousands of pictures on my facebook i've got like fifteen thousand pictures on my laptop and hard drive they just sit there mm. they do nothing i mm. choose a couple. I mean, I've got literally two pitch, two photographs I can see right in front of me right now. Three, sorry. Um, and that's it. Do you think that means we value pictures more or less? Those, pi- those pictures, less. those pictures we put on the wall, do we value them more or do we value them less? I think they're becoming a commodity, aren't they, really? Photography. Mm. When you think that, like I was saying about the recolouring of the old black and whites, um, mm. there's only one photo. That, that would have been like a family photo, a big event to go and get the whole family photographed and, and they would have stored those for however long they needed them for. And I, I think they are becoming a commodity. I think good photography is still as difficult to take. 
arguably. Right. Okay. So arguably, we were talking about that money shot, that one yeah, shot you need yeah. to take and get perfect. My wife took this picture of me, and uh, I, it's me with what my one of my biggest heroes on the planet. That's Kevin Smith. Mickey Mouse. Oh, <laughs> me and Kevin Smith. <laughs> Look at the face I am pulling I on this picture. I look like a sexual deviant. <laughs> <laughs> look at this one. This is me with Ralph Garman. Smiling. Look at you Smiling. with your very wow. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Donald Trump up there with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, uh, uh, so uh, I'll have to meet Kevin Smith again and get a picture of him in the world. Over. To get a better one. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, it's, it's scary though because I, I was looking at because um, I'm, I'm due an upgrade on my phone, and I was looking at the megapixels for the camera on it just out of interest. And I was thinking that's not really that far off my DSLR, like in terms of quality of, of shot. Thinking. Uh, it's all so, about the, the digital. There's, the, 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 there's a better zoom in those cameras, though, right? Oh, yeah. Right in. Whereas with the phone, it's kind of like, we'll just guess. We'll just guess what, what the, depth, yeah. the depth is, you know? The depth of field. That, that's one thing I have noticed is people will take, you can tell, you can definitely tell when you've got somebody who's taking a selfie from their phone and they've got that blurred out, blown out background, the nice depth of field. But it's like it's almost cut. You know what I mean? You can, yeah. it doesn't, merge back nice and smoothly so you, you can tell the difference and usually the camera mucks up and there's like a tree that's in focus that should be something like um, <laughs> do you do you, do you know of any sort of local photography clubs that you've maybe been a part of that you know of that where people can go and learn how to be a good photographer or it's just life uh, just, just life um i i know there is a shropshire photography uh society i think they've got a facebook page i haven't actually been with them i just know of them uh there's a new one that started up as well which is also shropshire photographers Something like that. Mm. um it's all on facebook now isn't it? uh i know they run courses i run courses if people wanted to learn um I, I think there's quite a lot of people out there doing doing it now mm. but it definitely you just got to get out and get your finger on the trigger and, and take as many as you can and make the mistakes um, yeah and i think uh, certainly as one of um george's what do what you what do you call student. me student student thank student. you that's the word student yeah um you know that was and because obviously it's a one-to-one it's not a group it's not a group class or anything so you know it's that i found that obviously i'm getting the time to me george wasn't having to try and split his time over five or six of us that had all paid for the session you know it was my session and it was helping me understand it but what I really liked about what you did George was you just apart from like explain a few bits and pieces on the camera then you just let me get on with it and just try mm-hmm. things and just do different stuff and that's what I quite liked about it rather than like well you you must always do something like that and when you do this shot it's always you do it like that it was like just play around with these. Just have a go and see what happens. Yeah. And I think that's what I got, really liked. Sorry. I think once you, you have an understanding on what how, how to work your camera, because a lot of people don't know how to work. Once you have that understanding, it is about, like I was giving you challenges, 
Yeah. Um, so it's then getting you, there's no point in me holding your hand because I'm not going to be with you the whole time. So mm. it's about giving you that foundation to work from and then give you that. Um, sorry, the dog's walking. <laughs> <laughs> I always say do- dogs are welcome on the biscuits. Are they? Do you want to say hello? This is nearer. Yeah. Come on, come on. This, this is nearer. Yeah, I can't hold your hand the whole time. So it's it's giving you challenges and then trying to get you to make the mistakes and then like come back to me and say, okay, this is what I've done. How can I make it better? Or how do I make it do this? You've got yeah. an idea. Yeah. Because I think turning people around, because like, you know, obviously the, I'm probably not unique at all in this, but when I first went, you know, I'd I've got a a digital camera um it's always in auto was was it's oh, not, not anymore it's not anymore <laughs> after good. my lesson but yeah it was always in auto because like it is it's okay I've, i can zoom in and get really good pictures but i'll let the camera do it all but actually now that i've started playing around with it and more it's you can see that auto isn't really a good thing actually because it doesn't really take very good pictures no. at all compared to like obviously the new way that I'm playing around with it makes a difference. Definitely yeah, big time. Mm. Hold on a second. Right, does this work with your phone? I know, I know. I don't want to do this. Compare a phone to a, a DSLR, but can you, if I started taking pictures of my phone out of auto, do you reckon I'd make better, take better photos? If I learn the trade, if I learn it, yeah, it it's maybe not as user friendly. It takes a little bit more setting up because. Mm. Like on a DSLR, you can just roll a wheel and you can adjust things really, really quickly. Mm. Whereas on a phone, you have to swap between menus and things. But in in theory, you can do pretty much everything that you could do on a DSLR on a, on a phone. Mm. On, scary, scary. It is. Yeah. I'll tell you what is scary. Actually, I came across um, like this technology stuff. So you know the recoloring that I do. I've come across websites now that uses an algorithm. Uh, you download the photo onto the website and it analyzes the photo, the black and white spectrum on the photo. And then it kind of uses historical reference photos to work out what something could be in the photo. And then it applies color to it automatically to color the photo like a black and white photo. And it's not particularly good at it at the minute. It will kind of work out that like a simple portrait, for example, they'll kind of work out there's a rough skin tone color there. Maybe the background's green, that sort of thing. But I don't think it'll be long. I don't think it'll be long yeah. till. Mm. You know. Yeah, but then, then you can start putting things like hand, hand, hand colored on your thing. Like, yeah, you know, true. Exactly. You know I mean, like, I you, like get that. A, you get the, yeah. author, the authentic touch. Like, I mean, I, I was always, I'm, I'm not obsessed with World War II. I'm not, I like watching documentaries about World War II and movies. I think it's fascinating. And the, uh, the World at War in color and 4K. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <gasps> it's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's brilliant. I love it so much. Um, so, cause, because, like, when we were growing up, we had that in black and white, and you had to sort of guess. Yeah. But no, when you yeah. watch it now, it's kind of like, oh, things were that color. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty. Amazing. That's the other thing is the research. It'll take me, let's say, a basic portrait. It'll probably take me in between an hour to maybe a really detailed portrait, maybe an hour to three hours per photo. That's just on the recoloring, so the actual recoloring. Mm. But you have to go and find those colors. So you have to go and find, let's say. Like I did one of the little Australian uh, First World War portrait. I have to go and find the badge 
like a reference photo of the badge on his cap. We've got to find the right colour for his uniform. We've got to find the right colour mm-hmm. for his shirt. So there's hours go into the pre-work yeah. just to get just to check that it's going to be all right. And actually, a lot of people get angry because they're like, oh, you know, that colour's not right. And like, well, I'm, I'm sorry. There's only <laughs> one photo of this badge. <laughs> I don't know. Do you, do, do you get a lot of people sending you pitch, pictures then so to recolor? Uh, yeah, steady at the minute. Um, I, I've kind of taken the foot off the gas with the recoloring because I'm trying to push the, the bushcraft. Um, but it's it's steady, and I, I'm trying to keep keep the skill sort of active. I suppose. Mm. Yeah. It's good fun. I enjoy it. I really enjoy it. I, f- I think you're awesome. I feel like I've made I've made a new friend today because like, we could we could geek out about stuff now. Like this is great. Like <laughs> geek out. We can have a geek out. Yeah. But and I want to know when the next challenge is coming. Oh, I was actually going to reply to that tomorrow. I thought, you know, I'll give you guys a little bit longer because. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll put a post out on the group. <laughs> oh, what a oh. day! What a day! We've been doing this since ten o'clock without a break. Literally, oh. uh, finish the show. I can't believe you're still not planning breaks in properly for yourself. Oh. I'd rather get it done. I'm enjoying. I know it, right? you would. I know you would. Yeah. Uh, I can smell dinner. My wife is amazing, by the way. She's awesome. I want to say thank you to her. She can't hear me at the moment. I don't think. But, um, <laughs> so I'm not saying this for brownie points at all. She's been amazing, honestly. She's all day. I've done this um and uh she's been bringing me coffee she's making me dinner right oh. now she's been great looking after the boy um and so well, i want to say thank you to her because it is it's a long day but we enjoy these open studio because i think it's important it's yeah. important to not just be like hi want to come on the biscuit and talk about your business but like here is a day where you can talk about anything anything come and come on the show it's nice yeah, yeah. i like it Mm. And you've probably got you sucked tonight as well, haven't you? I do, but I can have a few yeah. beers and throw a few f bombs in there, so we're all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's been really good. You're welcome back on any time, man. We'd love to talk about it. I, I really want to talk to you about your survival stuff. I really do, actually. Mm. I'd love, to, I'd love to come and see it. We'd love to. I mean, uh, fingers crossed. I should have a site up and running. Um, everything set up. Facebook page, website, everything's ready to rock. Insurance, but just that, just that site. So, yeah. If anyone knows anyone, feel free to get in touch. It'll be lovely. <laughs> did you uh, have any joy? Did you have any joy with the ones I passed over to you? I, so I know there was touch- one, wasn't it? There was one yeah, lady. So I, uh, got in touch with her. Uh, she passed on my number to the farmer who owns it. Yeah. Um, she also gave me his number, but his number is incorrect or something oh, okay, just yeah. closed. so i'm waiting i don't, I don't yeah know. i really appreciate that thank you no um, no it's so as long as you get something but how can people get in touch with you george uh they can it's either message me on facebook if they can find me and they can message me on my photography page bushcraft shropshire bushcraft page they could send me a message uh to my phone which is 07508967835. Lots of anyway, carrier pigeon, smoke signals. <laughs> smoke signals, yeah. yeah. So, what, so if people wanted to find you on Facebook without obviously coming onto your personal page, what's what's your photography page and what's your bushcraft page actually called? Uh, my photography is George Billcliffe Photography and Editing and the bushcraft is Shropshire Bushcraft. Shropshire Bushcraft, brilliant. Is that a nice. live page, that one? They are both live, live and active. Nice. I, we even have an Instagram, actually. 
starting yesterday. Bushcraft right. Instagram. Yeah. Cool. Oh, my God, I'm aching. I've been setting this all day. Let's get out of here. I'm going to walk up to Aldi, buy a load of beer, and get ready for my USUC show tonight. So, um, George, <laughs> you've been amazing. Uh, Julie, thank you again. No pleasure. Thank yeah. you, guys. I really uh, appreciate your help. We, and it's, I, dark. it's been lovely. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's nice, isn't it? And I like your lights in your room there, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Best thing is you get. You can just like change. Oh, yeah, it's right there. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, depending on the mood. From Jedi to Sith, I like it. Yeah. I want to say a huge thank you to all of our guests today. Uh, These these, uh, episodes are going to run right through the the week. Uh, We're going to do one every single day. Um, I want to say also thank you, a huge thank you to my Biscuiteers that I've put up. It's gone smoothly today, actually. There hasn't been any problem. Um, I literally did this with a whiteboard and Excel. That's it. That's wow. all we did today, and it ran smoothly. So thank you very much to, uh, to Jules, uh, to, to Shane, and to Dee Dee. You guys have been great. Thank you. Well, thank you. Mm. Ah, make sure you check out our website, guys, which is um, uh, uk, and that is made for us by our friends at Web Orchard. If you do need a website, make sure you go to Web Orchard because they're awesome, and they make great websites. Um and if you want to get in touch with us, um, we have got an idea. We've got an idea. We're going to start streaming things onto our Facebook, YouTube. But I've got an idea for a virtual sort of uh, marketplace. I'm going to do it every sort of couple of weeks. We're going to invite traders to come on a three-hour show or something live on Facebook, and they can talk about what they trade. Uh, they can offer maybe offer some sort of deals, sort of like codes while we're recording. Talk about what they do. Send people to their websites. Ever would be good fun, I think. So if you want to get involved with that, go to the website, get in touch. Um, George, you've been brilliant. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, guys. Catch you guys next time. Peace out.